0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit Freetalklive.com for the full episode. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass, Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Wow. Joining me tonight, Steve Classic and Mark Edge. One of the things I want to talk about is the FBI. Right? Uh i I've, I've said recently online Do we have to? I mean, I've said recently online, (laughs) you know, something along the lines of abolish the FBI now. And, of course, many people are like, well, if you zoom out, you know, if you just abolish the whole thing, the FBI will. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But uh, the FBI is under particular scrutiny now for several things. One of them, of course, being the Crypto 6 trial. Uh, One of them being, of course, their influence in Twitter. Oh yes, right. Uh, the Twitter is all a, a is all a of flutter, FBI, right? Yeah, the
1: twi- the people on Twitter are shocked that the FBI agents <laughs> would be their sole job not to find people doing illegal tweets, but to control the narrative by suggesting tweets that should be taken. Uh, you know, people that swore an oath to the First Amendment and the rest of the Constitution uh, are out there saying you can't say that here. That's not good, as if. Like, it's just so weird. Why would the United States, well, excuse me, why would Twitter allow FBI agents to tell them what people should be able to say and not say?
0: Tax breaks? It's a great question. And most of the time, it's just because they show up and flash some badges and say things like, hey, I'm with the FBI. We're going to do this. And they go, oh, yes, sir.
2: Don't lie
1: to the FBI. Because... It's the Milgram experiments, right? It's uh, well, You so, know, I'd like to address that, up. Steve. It's not don't lie to the FBI. It's don't talk to the FBI. They, because well, yeah, don't talk to them. The <laughs> FBI still lives in 1990 where we don't use – well, they're using tape recorders or, you know, they A use wire. All, uh, uh, digital recorders <laughs> yeah. to record interviews unlike every other policing organization in the United States. <laughs> they don't which, use phones. Which just goes ahead and records the conversation so that they know what the witness has said to them or whatever. The FBI just scribbles it down on a piece of paper. If they yeah. scribble it wrong, oh. and then you contradict the wrong thing they scribbled, then you've lied to the FBI, wow. and you're going to jail, Martha yeah. Stewart. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> you hear that, Martha? <laughs> I'm going to call Martha, see if I can get her response to yeah. the show.
0: I Just because you brought up Martha Stewart, I you know, her and Snoop Dogg did, did some, some work together, amongst other things. Uh, I never saw that work. Well, they've appeared on advertisements and such. Oh, you know, okay. simultaneously. But yeah. I'm, I'm thinking if I'm Snoop Dogg, Martha Stewart has to have made the best stoner snacks. Mark Edge, yes, sir. You and I attended the Talkers Magazine.
1: Uh, what was the name of the event? The New Media. Se- oh, like, they used to call it the New Media Seminar. Now they call it Talkers. It, it was, but it was an awards presentation slash.
0: Uh, what do you call it? Convention. Uh, convention. Yes, yeah. thank you for for talk radio. And at that convention, uh, you and I met uh, a gal named Nikki Klein. Yeah. Nikki Klein is famous for being uh Callie on the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. Of right? Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. And she's involved in some sort of a—I don't know how else to say it—in some sort of a a sex cult thing, where like whoever. She says it's
1: definitely not a sex cult. Well, she says it's not, and like, but like, <laughs> this is what you'll read about. <laughs> it. Which I, I, by the way, am fully ready to do any in interview where somebody starts off with, "It's definitely not a sex cult," <laughs> you know, like if you if you start write reading, that that's down, true, yeah. write it down on a piece of paper. Free talk live. <laughs> Definitely not a sex cult. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the
0: FBI is involved with whatever that is, and there's a, a guy named, uh, like, his name is Kevin, who's, uh, you know, uh, been arrested and detained and that kind of thing, and they're trying to free him. Uh, and free Kevin. And there's been some, uh, some backlash against the FBI as a result of that case, and I just want to play uh, this clip for everybody because. We've been involved, at least watching the Crypto 6 case, and we see what the FBI has done. We know they've raided the studio and all that kind of stuff. We see what kind of chicanery that they're up to. Uh, they're also obviously under the gun now with the whole Twitter revelation and how involved they were with Twitter. So I this is just yet another piece of damning evidence against the FBI.
3: Ten years, it is clear... That the photos in this case were planted there.
4: This is the most serious tampering of evidence that I've ever seen.
2: It's inescapable that the FBI proactively created fake evidence.
5: Data changed while I was in FBI custody, Uh, it was modified, it was altered.
2: And 25 years of digital forensic investigations, five of which was with the FBI.
0: This particular guy is a former FBI special agent. Everybody who is commenting here. Okay. Uh, Everybody who's commenting here is some official of some type or some other expert of some type in either forensics or evidence uh, or procedure. And they're all saying the same thing.
2: The amount of technical ability and premeditation to perform this fraud in the case against Mr. Ranieri. I've never seen anything like that.
0: When I first read the papers, that Mr. Ranieri uh, presented on tampering, I was shocked.
6: I've never seen an instance where the system threw away its credibility purely for the purpose of convicting uh, a defendant.
0: well, I mean, we have. <laughs>
1: well, he hasn't.
3: <laughs> he hasn't.
0: That was a former Supreme Court justice, by the way.
1: I will uh defend the FBI in this circumstance and with uh, Free Talk Live. What? They haven't thrown away their credibility. They've been as honest as they can. It's just they've brought charges that uh, you know, of crimes Ian didn't commit, but they haven't lied about it. It's not like they said, all right, we've trumped up some evidence and here it is.
3: Well, and- how
0: about the uh, uh, way overkill use of force in raiding the studio? I mean, this was an yeah. FBI case headed by... Phil Cristiano, as I understand it correctly, I I don't have evidence of this. This is hearsay, but it's my understanding that this was his case. And we know that he's got kind of a vendetta against Ian Freeman. Uh, and so then this completely unreasonable use of force, this, they called in multiple alphabet agencies and, you know, displayed what I can only convey as a military style offensive on this studio that we sit in here
1: tonight. And cited a plastic sword as their one of their reasons. Right. Um well I'll address that. That's mass holes who are scared to death of guns raiding any house in New Hampshire. Basically, there's your explanation. It, it still doesn't make it right. I'm not claiming it's right. right? You, like the difference between what happened in the case that you're talking about here is absolute fabricated evidence. Yes. Like they just made up evidence wholesale. Yes. In the case of the Crypto 6 they haven't made up any evidence. They're just so trying fine. to smear and do a variety of things. Nothing, nothing that is you know unprecedented in American history. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, it's almost like if you look at uh, you know the case against Alex Jones and where the, he's being sued for two point six five trillion dollars, right. yeah, or it was the like budget tw- of the U.S. government, yeah. right? So. You know when you when you put all that stuff uh, out out there that hey this guy's getting sued for a lot of money you better watch out you better not say those things because look where it leads it's it's an intimidation I
0: think oh yeah yeah it's yeah. Uh, somebody to make an example right, of right right, right yeah. straw man uh, and and like I see parallels between like the Ross Ulbricht case and the Ian Freeman case the crypto six case mm-hmm. I see parallels in in sort of what's going on there um, to your point Mark. I don't see as much railroading uh, at this point in the case as we saw with Ross Ulbricht, but it is certainly their desire to do so. They're just uh, a little more inept at it in this particular case, for whatever reason. They also, so far, haven't produced anything that we can construe as fabricated evidence, with the exception of <laughs> how much tax does Ian owe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's completely fra- fabricated, 100%. The charges that were brought out, which was tax evasion. Right. Like they brought in an uh, um, the the prosecution brought in an, uh, an IRS agent. And it's like, well, we got to make these stick because clearly this guy was evading taxes. And it's there's not the worst argument in the world for it. He went on uh, national radio year after year and said, I don't pay federal mm-hmm. taxes. Now, does that reach the level of ev- uh, evasion? No, it doesn't. But what they tried to do is say, this was the income level of the, you know, this guy had. Maybe they were right. I don't have any idea. Now, they didn't give him any deductions or anything like that. And I think most importantly, they never contacted him once right. about owing money. They just charged him. Right. There's and no audit brought up. There's nothing. They, we, 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 nothing. We don't do that in America. And that part is. Rather optimistic on their side, yeah. but I still don't think it reaches the level of this case that you're talking about right now, where they just made up right. stuff wholesale.
0: Right. Well, and yeah. went to great lengths apparently to yeah. to make it up. Um, but to the to the point of the crypto six case, uh, uh, Ian's lawyer was quite savvy in getting this particular FBI agent to. Uh, answer the following question, which was, uh, so there's, what you're saying is that he may not owe anything at all. And she said, correct. Yes. So that's how fabricated that particular piece of evidence is, is that, like, it's just this imaginary scenario of what might possibly be, but there's no facts or evidence to back it up other than their estimated numbers. Right. So... I want to hear just a little bit more from these people on this case.
3: could happen to a person who is educated, who is white, who has the complexion for acceptance, as I would say. None of us are safe. There's no need to fabricate evidence for a guilty man.
0: We've got uh, Tom calling from New Mexico. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind?
5: Hey, I uh, wanted you guys to kind of touch on the uh, Jeffrey Epstein case. Uh, I watched the Netflix show um is like a series, filthy rich mm-hmm. and they only touched on it at the end of the last episode but the townhouse that he had in new york um, i don't remember how many rooms but every room was wired for sound and video and the fbi when they raided it they took away uh, two you know like uh, ups style vans full of dvds and recordings vhs but there has never been any Indictments or any talk, not even a peep about, you know, who was there, underage girls, all that.
1: The reason that they haven't arrested anyone in connection with uh, Epstein or Maxwell is because they are the ones that are connected to Epstein and Maxwell. One can only yeah.
0: infer that, uh, and like, there's that's the only logical explanation that anyone can come to until right. they actually release the evidence. And so they must yeah, be afraid. Yeah, they must be afraid of what it's going to reveal. Uh you'll note that uh, uh Jelaine Maxwell convicted right now Yep. Uh, of But we don't know of what really. But, I mean, we yeah. don't have Yeah. Of, she was supposed to reveal everything. of selling, you know, uh, underage prostitutes to question mark unnamed. Right? Like w- right. if if government Just
5: the name just the names of the people that have been publicized is pretty long list, and they haven't talked about any of them, right. let alone the ones that were there that we don't know about.
0: Well, the lists that have been publicized have been the flight logs, right? Who flew right. to the island and back, right? And so right. That's, that's pretty damning in and of itself. But the fact that somebody has been convicted of selling people to other people and the buyers have not been named should tell you a whole lot about what your government thinks of quote the people unquote
5: well my my point is is it's not just that but it's telling about the fbi because the fbi hasn't said anything either right now all the topics that you've just talked about with crypto it's all kind of like wag the dog trying to make a controversy trying to make something that people are talking about that just distracts you Mm -hmm. but there's really nothing there here there's rock solid evidence they have thousands and thousands of pieces of evidence but yet there's nothing being talked about no indictments and all the stuff that like you're bringing up are all just fabrications
0: yeah and and like you say they have all of this evidence and of course no one can get at it uh, a FOIA request isn't going to get you anywhere mm.
1: The trick is, all you do is you get a 747, you manage to get these politicians to fly around with you. You give them three drinks at the bar at the 747. There's plenty of room for this. You videotape them. Then the three drinks come out, and you're like, everybody's having fun. Then, ring, ring, you push the little secret (laughs) button, the girls come out. Oh, what are these poles in the middle of the room? They they start dancing, right? Now, you've got three drinks in each of these guys. Even the ones who didn't drink... They've watched it, and they've let it go down. And then the girls start taking a guy back to, you know, one of the three bedrooms in the yeah. back of the Lolita Express, yep. you know, one at a time. Uh, the drinks keep flowing. You know, by the time you get to Botswana or where the heck you're flying on this thing, um, you know, you're seven, eight, nine drinks in. You, you're pretty right. much anybody's three sheets to the wind <laughs> right, at this right. point. Even if
2: you have one drink on a plane, you're usually.
1: <laughs> and you've got these politicians bare butted into a 17-year-old prostitute. Yeah, you know, like all we're all to supposed do. to be upset about the girls. I'm upset about this. Why isn't the NSA doing this in other countries? I yeah, mean, I, where's my U.S. intelligence officer office money going? Go ahead, Tom.
5: Right. That's, that's the, whole, the whole idea. It's, like, it's all just washed under. And, and, I, and I'd really like to know how deep it goes, how many people in, in what institutions have been corrupted, you know, at the Supreme Court level at the FBI level, the Department of Justice, you know. If you control a
1: few judges, you control the whole nation. If you can make a few cases go one way or the other, that's it. That sets precedent. That's all you need. You know, you don't need the United States Supreme Court. You need just a few down the line. And by the way, if you can get a few, you can get lots. It's not hard. You know, men have been pretty predictable for the last 10,000 years.
5: Yeah, I, I did hear it was kind of just a rumor that the U.S. Marshals wanted to get involved because they they were dealing with the human trafficking part of the Epstein issue, and they wanted there was kind of like a inter, um, what do you call it, in between the two departments, there's a bickering about who has jurisdiction, and they wanted to take over some of these uh, evidence. No. But I hadn't heard any if anything came about of that.
1: I'm not familiar with that. What I is, haven't heard about any dead U.S. Marshall agents. No. Um, I yeah. Did you think Hillary Clinton? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, she, I mean, I haven't heard her say anything about that.
2: I'm trying to get more friends into Bitcoin. Yeah. Or just any crypto. Just trying to educate people. And you know, I said, well, the, the best way to like for for an average person is to get the Cash App, right? Because you can buy Bitcoin, you can send it. Mm. You know, I don't know. I don't know if there's an easier way to do it.
1: For the yeah, average for the I, average PayPal, type I always person. recommend the uh, the Edge Wallet, which. But I don't, I haven't bought Bitcoin through it.
2: Right, but but but, but your you average can. PayPal American, your average Venmo American.
1: Yeah, I just uh, the only time I used the Cash App was to uh, deal with a friend of mine who, you know, needs some financial help here and there. Hmm. Yeah, I don't use the Cash App. I don't use
0: Venmo. Uh, I don't use. I up on PayPal and Venmo. Yeah, I,
4: don't, I, so I don't, don't
0: use. I still have a PayPal account because. Every now and again, I get, like, a royalty check for, like, five cents.
5: Oh, and that, you that's know, from it. some that's music it,
0: from yeah. 20 years ago that's still floating around the internet, you know. Yeah. It's totally not worth it, but also, like... No, that's worth it. Are you kidding me?
2: A five-cent royalty check? <laughs> that's
6: worth it. <laughs>
0: I, w- I would pay, I'd pay
2: $5 a month to get a five-cent royalty did. check. I <laughs> did at some point
0: uh, when I was in the band uh, when we first submitted and, and got our first uh, royalty check from uh, ASCAP. Uh, I put it in this crappy plastic frame. Right. It's kind of like when you go into business and you get your first, first dollar, dollar, right? Yeah. You know, you put that, a moment. So who pays it,
1: though? Who's the one giving you the royalties? I mean, are it you comes, showing up on... So ASCAP stations, does something bars? and
0: can figure, you know, figures out yeah. how many plays you got and how to divide those pennies amongst... But uh, is that
1: on, like, Spotify? Um, some of
0: it's internet-based, yeah. right? Internet radio, that kind of a thing. Uh, we, did, uh, we did some album release stuff where uh, I appeared on some other DJs' shows and... You know, the new release show, that kind of a thing. We were also on a, a local radio station there. They do a thing called Loud and Local. Mm. It's like the local rock and metal bands and whoever, you know, whoever's turned it is. gets. Yeah, bars to and
2: restaurants have to have a, and, an ASCAP license. Yeah, Usually. Sure, right. They'll right. get shut down. I've seen it. And happen. so,
0: uh, you know, we got onto things like early on, I figured out how to get us onto Pandora. Like before right. Pandora was a household name, I was like, oh, we got to get in on this. And uh, so I was able to get us there. So there's some, you know, royalties that come from that. Uh, you know that yeah, kind yeah, of you know, thing. A, so a penny
2: here, a penny there, adds yeah, up.
0: Yeah, and if you look at like the breakdown <laughs> of it, that's exactly what it is. It's like you know point zero four, right? You know cents, yeah. right? From like this one play at this or or point zero zero two, right? Ooh. Like you know they're breaking it down into thousands of cents. <laughs> you know, to it's it's just bizarre. So I think the I don't remember how much it was. I want to say it was like a dollar was our first royalty check. nice. That's big. Yeah, Yeah. A dollar. Like, it cost probably more for them to print the thing and, like, spend the postage to mail it to us. Sure, sure, sure. I still have a a
2: bank account, I think, with five cents in it, and I get uh, a statement every month mailed to me for 45 cents. They spend 45 cents a month to mail me a statement with a a confidence five cents in it or something And
0: you can't stop them. The crypto exchanges are, for lack of a better expression, a necessary evil. Right. They're the on ramp. Right. If you will, to cryptocurrency. Most people, their first experience in cryptocurrency is buying some. And I think that that's the wrong way to go about it. I think your first cryptocurrency experience should be earning it. Right. Perform a service, you Mm -hmm. know, create a
2: product or sell something to someone sell something you, you already you don't have
0: a garage sale crypto only right
2: crypto only yeah
0: right i, I don't right. know like the, uh, there's many right. ideas right. that you can have but i think earning it uh, it's winter time right now in new hampshire and many other places like you know how about uh yeah, i'll shovel your driveway for some crypto you know
2: right but you got to get those people into the crypto yeah but you but like you said you just got to take it off of the the exchange put it into edge wallet
0: well, yeah, with the yeah. amount of monitoring that, uh, you know, government and banking uh, are doing to people, like the whole $600 transaction right. kind of thing. And well, that that's kind why of I quit. Of, like, like, the less you transact in government money, the safer you are. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> you know, if you can earn and, uh, you know, sort of buy and sell within your own community of people, uh, yeah, <laughs> either with crypto or with goldbacks, Loving the gold, buyers. you know, you are a much safer person because you're going to be less monitored in your transactions, right? Overall, and what is the monitoring of your banking transactions anyway by a government? What would you call that? Would you call it totalitarianism? Is that a component of totalitarianism? It, 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 it probably
1: leads right to the doorstep of totalitarianism. It does seem like information they don't need to know, and I suspect that. Uh, The Canadian truckers would probably call it totalitarianism. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. A definition of totalitarian, of or relating
0: to a political regime based on subordination of the individual to the state. (laughs) It sounds like where we live. And strict control of all aspects of the life and productive capacity of the nation, especially by coercive measures such as censorship and terrorism. (laughs) What? That, That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, weird. Uh, this from FEE.org, FEE.org, 14 signs of totalitarianism. That's, all, that's the only amount they could come up with. <laughs> the subheading, some of these techniques are playing out before our eyes. Eyes. <laughs> we all know the cons of Twitter, but one of the pros is discovering new and interesting people. One of my favorite new follows is Benjamin Carlson, a public relations guru and former editor at The Atlantic. Carlson's tweets are among the best you'll find on Twitter, and he clearly has a keen understanding of the intersections between media and government, power and propaganda, both current and historically. Private and public levers of power are used to enforce adherence to state dogmas.
2: Well, that's uh, fascism. private
1: leave- levers of power. That sounds like private Twitter. and public levers.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's of power fascism. Yeah, are used to enforce adherence to state. Uh, how about uh, the entire COVID thing? <laughs> right. How about that? Right. That's a prime example of that collusion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number thirteen: harsh legal enforcement against unfavored classes. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Look at the uh, disproportionate amount of black people who are in prisons. Okay, all right. Uh, any other examples? Uh, Harsh January 6th legal people, enforcement against uh, unfavored I I, I classes.
1: Well, uh, libertarians, libertarians, uh, you know, are certainly not uh, widely liked. And I have this article here that, uh, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but from Newsweek, the first line. The FBI is conducting three times as many domestic terrorism investigations as it was five years ago, Wow! with 70 percent, 70 percent of its open cases focused on civil unrest and anti-government activity, according to FBI documents and government specialists. So if that doesn't say libertarians and MAGA people or whatever, yeah. I don't know what does. Yeah, your red hat MAGA people. On That's January very, 6th.
0: very telling, too, that uh, now the people of the U.S. are considered the enemy. They're, they're not trying to protect the people of the U.S. from tyranny. They're bringing tyranny to you, serving it up to you on a silver platter by in the front of p- your face. By the pound.
2: By the pound, yeah. <laughs> by a, la the, yeah a la carte. carte. Enjoy the uh, buffet. Totalitarianism.
0: Totalitarian buffet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All you can eat. It's not all you want to eat. It's all you can eat. <laughs> They're like holding your mouth open, right. shoving it down your throat, right. stepping on your face right. with a
2: giant boot. Yeah, it's like like Homer in, in, in hell with the donuts. <laughs> they ran out of donuts. <laughs> the devil ran out of donuts. Uh, Number 12.
0: Extra legal actions are condoned against internal regime
2: opponents. Wow. Those are fighting words.
0: Uh, January 6th?
1: Yeah. Is that an example? Yeah. Extra legal actions are condoned against internal regime opponents. Because the January 6th commission or whatever they put together isn't exactly legal. I mean, it's not a, I wouldn't call it a kangaroo court. Number 11,
0: entire classes singled out for persecution. Have we seen this?
1: Mm. Well, uh, I'm sure that every class would claim that they were. Right? Um, You know, they, they... Well, what is a class of person? Well, Financially? Uh... Financial is probably the first thing you should go to with yeah. class. Yeah. And I'm sure the underclasses would argue that they are sing- singled out for persecution. Yeah. But the upper classes would do the same. You know, The vast majority of tax revenue comes from the upper classes. Mm-hmm. That so is So they're being extorted – by their standard, too. Now, if you're talking about classes and groups of people, you know, this uh, minorities, as they're called. What about the unvaccinated? Yeah. Would that be a class of people singled out
0: for persecution? I feel like it is. Mm,
2: Yeah. But 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 those but that mindset fits into all uh, financial classes, social classes. It's true. Um, So it's it's probably a side. I don't know. Symptom. What would it be? Of a class? Uh side effect? Side effect? I know. My know. old carditis. I'm having a stroke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it
0: sounds like uh you know, like a, a chronic elderly oh, my old carditis acting up again. <laughs> it's my old gr- yeah. I got grottin' on my feet. <laughs> don't walk so fast. My old carditis is acting up. Uh, <laughs> number ten. Propaganda targets enemies of the state regime. <laughs> Oh, all the anti-cryptocurrency propaganda that we've seen. Right, We, we know that uh, cryptocurrency is an enemy of the state regime. Mm-hmm. The state is afraid of cryptocurrency and what it might do to them as an organization because it has the ability
2: to replace bureaucracy entirely. Well, I think they they might be trying to co-opt it, though. Like oh FTX bad. Look at all the bad stuff. Like oh it's bad. Don't touch it. It's not good for you. While in the background they're probably accumulating, possibly I don't know. The the Fed is probably adding it to their, uh, you know, to their quantitative uh, easing.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't claim that uh, that FTX was an obvious uh, overt op by mm-hmm. the government, but if it isn't, well, it ought to be. Mm-hmm. You know I mean right now the dollar hasn't been in worse shape in decades. No, ever really right i mean yeah i don't know i, I, mean, I think, think maybe it has less value today than ever that's true but it's also accepted more widely around the world um but you know not as good as it was a couple of years ago yeah but when you get off the petrodollar that's when the, the real that's it, when it's it, gonna it, be disastrous that's yeah.
2: gonna be disastrous because you know we make a lot of money making money or <laughs> printing money or using dollars for oil
0: uh, the United States government does, yes, that's right. true, uh, as well as the banks. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: I just came back from El Paso visiting for two days, and I actually witnessed uh, a live active uh, oil refinery chimneys. Uh, I mean, I mean, I they where I live in New Mexico, we don't have any of that.
1: There's not a we lot don't. of oil refineries in the U.S.
7: Yeah, but they got them. They got the. Um, They got the one that are pumping out um, smoke in El Paso.
1: Doesn't doesn't surprise me at all that there might be oil refineries Mm -hmm. in Texas.
0: Sarah, I have a question before uh, we continue this uh, discussion. When you were out in the West Texas town of El Paso, did you fall in love with a Mexican girl?
7: Uh, No, I don't think so. Okay, just check. No, no, I don't think so, but... uh, (laughs) I did find a lot of air pollution that was getting in my eyes while I was on the bus, breathing it all in. And uh, it, did, I feel it more in the the winter time when I come there during the Christmas time. That's when I uh, feel it the most because uh, I guess that it's what you call it inversion. The cold air pushes all the air pollution down into the city instead of being um, okay. aired out. Mm-hmm. Is that what's is that what it's called? But I know I, it was just awful, and uh, I think I remember seeing these things in in Los Angeles. I used to live there, like when I was when I was thirteen, like forty years ago. But of course, um, California—they clean all that up. I don't I don't think they have any of those in LA County anymore.
0: So, yeah. but if, LA used to be one that. of the the worst.
1: Possible. Smog, oh, smog, like,
0: yeah, just you know, overhang
1: of cloud and that kind but of. But California thing. had the catalytic converter basically add uh, added to cars, and it went nationwide because as California goes, so goes the nation these days. Exactly. Um, so. Mm.
7: Yeah, but I remember L. A. used to do that, and they used to, and they used to have these chimneys. I remember when I was like a teenager. Are, are you talking LA. about
0: smokestacks, Sarah? Is that what or
4: we're volcan- talking? I'm talking
7: volcanoes? About, maybe I'm talking about chimneys, oil refineries. And actually, actually it was like 10 times worse than what I was feeling in, in El Paso, but I remember that. I remember it's like it was the smoke coming out of the refineries and the, the LA, they, they, it was not a big deal 40 years ago. But they had to, what are they doing now? They stopped all that. They have a lot of regulation
1: but well, I remember feeling It's this, very difficult okay. to open an oil refinery in the United States, and this is the complaint from a lot of the oil companies. You kinda have to be near a population center so that you can have skilled labor to work at the refinery, but nobody likes it because it releases all kinds of stuff that nobody wants in their air. So number nine, semi organized violence
0: is permitted in <laughs> some cases. <laughs>
1: So that's the brown shirts they're referring to there in uh, authoritarianism. Mm. I was thinking about the uh, uh, the
0: protest where they burned the police precinct. Yes, mid COVID. That, I. I. that was that uh, was oh, what's the uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Peaceful because, protest. Like, a mostly peaceful, peaceful protest. protest. Yeah, right, right, right.
2: right. <laughs> in Kenosha, Wisconsin. <laughs>
0: Uh, whereas, uh, you know, everything was prohibited, everybody was locked down, except for if you went to this particular event. Right. right.
1: Semi organized violence was permitted. Yeah.
2: No COVID out there. It's good it's thing you wear a mask up.
1: during something like that. Yeah. You want to get identified. It's amazing good. how the FBI's managed to swoop up everybody who was even tertiary relate- related to January 6th, but nobody who was related mm-hmm. to those uh, you know riots across the nation. Yep. It's almost as if they don't care. As long as you don't threaten state power, no big deal.
2: I love it how how they, they'll they'll post something the news will post something of a someone who robs a bank and he was wearing a mask. <laughs> I laugh at that every time.
0: Yeah, I I remember when it's encouraged. I remember when if you walked into a bank wearing a mask, everybody got real uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, real right. quick. And now it's like well, you're not wearing one? Yeah, right. right. We Why don't, don't trust you. Don't trust either. you. Uh number eight. Power is concentrated in inner ring of elite institutions and people. Well, yeah. Wow! Have you seen the government? Have you seen the banks? Right. You That's it. Big education. Have too. you seen the media companies? And like there, I think there was six. I think we're down to five right, or four the now. Media or industrial I, complex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that one definitely hits real hard. Uh, number seven: mass conformity of beliefs
1: <laughs> and behaviors <laughs> is demanded. Right, you're allowed to be as diverse as you want, as long as it isn't diversity of thought. Right, make sure you have a Ukraine flag out on your porch, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or we're gonna burn your house down.
2: <laughs> yeah, the uh, there used to be like a
0: a streak of rebellion running through the people of the United States of America, in which you know conformity was was a bit opposed to. You know, it was sort of like, no, we won't conform. And like, that seems to have gone away. Yeah,
1: the pioneer spirit, the rugged individualist.
0: Yeah. It just seems to have gone away.
1: What amazes me is that people who are ostensibly educated Mm -hmm. somehow believe that now is the time in human history when we have all the good ideas and none of the bad ones. (laughs) Right? Like, you may not deviate from my thought process because I am correct. I don't know which bathroom to use, but I am correct. <laughs> Number
0: six rights, financial, legal, and civil, are contingent on compliance. I mean, that's how I understand the government works, right? Yep. Like, like they're not really rights; they're a temporary set of privileges, right? Uh,
1: that uh, they they allow you to enjoy.
2: You want to keep your restaurant open? You have to wear
1: masks. Yeah. Or we'll shut you down. I don't feel like rights are even talked about by the government anymore. It's just, you know, they, they swear an oath to the Constitution because the Constitution gives them power. But they don't talk about rights at all any yep. longer. I w- just went through two weeks of a federal trial. Yep. Not one time was it suggested that you might have the right to sell Bitcoin because there wasn't a law written about it. However, the U.S. Constitution, the 10th Amendment, very clearly says, very clearly, any rights not direct, not mentioned in here. Yeah, I don't have it sitting in front yeah, of me yeah. or anything. But uh, any paraphrase. rights not mentioned yeah. in this uh, little piece of paper here that we uh, you know, drummed up and threatened uh, Rhode Island with a blockade if they didn't sign.
2: Right. None by, of this, a, by a bunch of 18, 19-year-olds, <laughs> right. by the way.
1: <laughs> if, <laughs> like the average founder was, what, 20? They weren't. Yeah, they were young men. They didn't live that long <laughs> back then. <laughs> so um, any of these rights that aren't mentioned are remanded back to the people and to the states, respectively. Right. And, you know to best i can tell the right to to sell bitcoin the right. the right to regulate bitcoin not not part of the federal government's purview yeah but and and by the way none of the laws they uh, are using mention bitcoin at all right yeah but somehow they've got the right to do it no one even talks about it the states don't have rights we jerome south carolina online <laughs> 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 You sound like crow magnet, man. <laughs> Drag us into the twenty first century, Jerome, me host radio. What, what, what's up, crow magnet? <laughs> uh.
5: Look, this. Look, this. I got something to aggravate me about this soccer. You know, I know it's big. It's worldwide. It's, it's global.
0: Wait, soccer yeah, or soccer? That.
5: No, not so-
1: soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Okay, you hey, mean football? Football. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs>
2: what, what's, wrong, what's wrong?
1: What's wrong with
0: soccer, me. Jerome?
5: Man, that penalty kick! That is such a rig job. Do you know what the dimensions are? That soccer net is twenty-four feet wide, yeah. eight feet high, and five feet deep. How is one man supposed to defend that that size of an area against a guy kicking a soccer ball?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Basically, soccer—you know—soccer, in my opinion, is jump the shark because, for the very reason you're talking about, essentially, almost no points are are scored. <laughs> During the game. Well, so then it must be and pretty then, easy to defend that large of an area if soccer is so low scoring. Well, the, you, what what the problem is, is that then these guys fake injuries, right? Oh, oh. somebody came within three feet of me. And they fall down. They cry. Finger and nail. then the, the ref throws, shows the yellow card. They hop right back up and they're fine. And then they get their penalty <laughs> kick, right? This poor goalie is he's just got to jump one way or the yeah. other. He doesn't know which way it's going to go. If he picks the wrong direction, foop, they go yeah. in. You think these, Those uh, are the only points. You think these free kicks are uh, 50-50 shot? They're, they're a bit less than that, but not much less. Uh-huh. Jerome? Look, but I also hate field goal kickers, too, for hey. <laughs> oh, I love I the field goal kicker. This, oh, this yeah. guy's figured out the whole game of football. By that, right. I mean American football. Yeah, you know, right, he yeah. jogs on the field. He gives a little wave to the girls. Hello, hello. Look at my tiny little yeah. pads. Yep. Three, Three seconds shall, left on the clock. I shall score me some points. <laughs> Poop, off it goes through. And then, and then he jogs back off. The you only, touch him, 15 yards. Uh,
0: the the only better, I think, position in uh, NFL football is the uh, second or third string quarterback.
1: Why is that? Uh, all you do is no, hold a clipboard. Second There's, string punter. I <laughs> you know what I f-
0: think. You
5: know what I think.
0: What do you think, Jerome?
5: I think some someone needs some therapy. You you need to talk yes. to someone about your problems.
0: But well, we're talking to you right I now.
5: Talk
1: about my problems. Oh, yeah, you know, okay, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but so my I'm problems are mirror tough, your you know? problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are but a well, reflection then. of you, Jerome. Let's go to Dodger calling from Michigan. Dodger, you on Free Talk Live
6: All uh, right now. uh First off, uh, my Detroit Lions actually won today uh, because of a missed field goal by the Jets. So, oh, yeah. So, uh, Is it, was yeah, it in uh, fact the so, two
1: worst-rated uh, football teams in the uh, NFL playing today? Uh,
6: actually, uh, no. They're uh, actually the Detroit Lions are an upcoming team awesome. right now that like nobody wants to play. And the Jets are like somebody that made it pretty good early in the season and are kind of falling off. So they they kind of have different momentums going on. All right,
0: there's whole platforms dedicated to sports. Let's get to free talk live stuff, Dodger. What were you calling about? (laughs)
6: Uh, uh, Yes, sir. Uh, First off, uh, a long-time listener since uh, since 2013. Thanks. It was Mark that brought me to libertarianism. Awesome. Um, I I probably – at, at either rate, uh, I think that there is uh, my brother, who is also my roommate, that is so much of a libertarian that he doesn't even realize that he is.
1: Well, mm-hmm. well uh, first, defend the case. Why is your brother a libertarian uh, but doesn't know?
6: Uh, he hates politics.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, uh, libertarianism is a moral stance, uh, to my mind, as right. opposed to a political stance. So, you know, oh, the...
6: uh, yeah.
1: And I was lamenting uh, 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 during during the
0: break to, to both Mark and Steve Classic here that I I would bet you that almost every libertarian would say something along the lines of like I I didn't know I was libertarian either until somebody explained it to me and I was like that's how I've always yeah. felt.
5: Hmm.
6: Here's your uh, name do, do, do you do you mind? Uh, I, I know we're coming up on on the top of the hour, but do, do you mind me explaining how I came to libertarianism?
1: I, I don't mind at all. I just want to give people an example of how libertarianism is uh, a moral stance as opposed to a political one. So, for instance, when the uh, you know the whole world's upset about the woke stuff and the uh, crossdressers reading to the kids in the library, right? Ah, big problems. Well, DeSantis, the governor of Florida, clearly a conservative, clearly a Republican, comes out and says, "We're going to pull Disney's uh, private city, you know tax break." Well, what does one have to do with the other? Nothing. A libertarian would never do such a thing. A libertarian would be like, "Well, um, I think everybody should have these low taxes, not just Disney, right? And they wouldn't pull that. They may speak out against it. Which I certainly do, but the idea of using political power against your political enemies Mm -hmm. isn't really a libertarian thing to do.
6: I had uh, (laughs) uh, Barack Obama signs in my lawn in 2008, let's just say that.
5: Okay.
0: Were you able to smell what Barack was cooking?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) let's just say that the Hopi Changey thing, uh, I mean, uh, yeah who doesn't want that none of it uh none of it benefited me and then i rocked to the way the other side and i voted for romney in 2012 Ooh, okay it's wow. been a rough so, life so I, yeah i mean <laughs> I, I i i was rocking back and forth and uh it, it, at either rate uh i hadn't heard of ron paul at the time and uh, it's probably because at either rate, uh, looking for confirmation bias. Yeah. Uh, but my real reason uh, that that I'm calling into the show is to ask, um, uh, essentially, uh, have you guys uh, ever seen the Boondock Saints?
1: <laughs> I've heard it, heard of it, but no, I haven't That's, watched. It. This, uh, so
6: somebody okay, recently well, online well, put up. A- well, well, essentially, uh, the, the tale is of two Catholic brothers that are just so similar that, like, as they're walking away from anywhere, they light their cigarettes at the same time. Like everything is intertwined. Okay. So that, that that's that's kind of me and my brother, and so we live together. All right. I mean, it just kind kind of makes sense. And uh, he is so anti political. I suggested. Uh, because uh, we're tired of paying rent, I'm like, hey, uh, let's look at New Hampshire. Um, I'm kind of somebody. You still that, pay rent in New Hampshire, uh, just so you know.
1: What was that? You still pay rent in New Hampshire? <laughs> uh, it's not a utopia.
6: I, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I want to get out of the world's largest mitten. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm trying to get out of here, and so. Uh, what made me think about this is because uh, he is so anti-political. He doesn't pay attention. He, uh, he'll he look at something and I'll just be like, that isn't right. Well, but it's that,
0: entirely possible, Dodger, that your brother is an anarchist.
6: Oh, uh, I, I'm fairly certain of that.
0: Let's go to David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Bitchin', just bitchin', thank you.
1: All right. Is that and, it uh, that's all you how got are
4: all the, how, are all the, how are all the haters doing tonight
1: are we the haters haters gonna hate
4: <laughs> lovers gonna love yeah, I don't you're even three want of the best amongst, none of the above thousands of you're three of the best amongst thousands of others mark okay well actually two mark isn't that much of a hater actually mark doesn't qualify mark you don't you are disqualified as a hater all right so don't try don't try to claim hater status you tricked me <laughs> I almost lumped you in with it the It seems to me you here. were the one
0: assigning hater status so you get to decide.
4: I, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not assigning. I'm just observing. There's a difference.
0: You you're like Schrodinger's hater.
4: That kind of I don't really follow that, but I'll just play along. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: there's That's no exactly hate until you it. lift the box up of the uh, uh, from the hater and reveal that there's a it, hater inside now, the box.
4: Hey, now, now I'm starting to follow you. Yes, that's a very good analogy. I like that one, Captain. It could go either way with every call I
1: propose, I would suppose, right?
4: It could. It could, yes, it could. It could yes, yes, it could. Schrodinger's hate. Schrodinger's many, hate. Many, many, many universes in the free, free talk live world. There That'd be are a good band name.
0: Universes. Schrodinger's hate. That's good. Schrodinger's hate. Were you calling so, for a reason, David?
4: Government, 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 government. You know, hey, you know, part of government—that's uh, not what I was calling about—but it just occurred to me: government, meant that because they they make a mint of uh, money, they the seem money to. They, they, well, see they, s- their,
0: they certainly control the minting. They of have money.
1: a very profitable little uh, grift that they Racket. run. Yeah, yeah.
4: Rapid bank. Rack, yeah, they're they're completely illegal. I was well, Let me rip on that. I was gonna I was gonna rip on uh, Judge John J Zamora. Uh, no, not wrong guy. John J. Romero. They say they're all they're New Mexicans. All like Z- Z- Zamora, Romero. I mean, what's the difference between a Zamora and a Romero? Not much, really. Well, it is New no, Mexico, right? Y- Pardon? It's New
1: Mexico, right?
4: Y- uh, y- yeah, unfortunately, it is. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, okay. yes, Mark. And yeah, and um, uh, but although it does behave like old Mexico.
0: Number four on number. the top four signs of totalitarianism. Coming in at
4: number four. <laughs> thanks steve
0: power is exerted to quash dissent hmm. mm-hmm. have we seen that
1: well certainly the the january 6th thing mm-hmm. um you know it it seems like look and i don't i guess what i think is funny about the january 6th thing is is that you could look at this as an attack on american democracy or you could look at it as <laughs> An unauthorized tour of the Capitol building. <laughs> right, while right. it was closed. <laughs> by,
0: by, like, old men with canes, right? like And not using the canes as weapons, but, like, using them to, like, get up the stairs to get into the building, right? Was, I watched it live on a couple of different, like, I had one screen with one YouTube channel, yeah. another screen with another YouTube channel. And it I was one of the most entertaining things yes. I've seen, not from, like, a drama perspective. Like, oh, my God. So it was like, oh, this is hilarious. This <laughs> yeah. is just like... The cops are letting them well, in. There was attributes. a man in a buffalo <laughs> outfit <Yeah>. that, <laughs> had
1: this, that had taken over the Speaker of the House. That's Thank God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the the way that the politicians of this country were cowering oh. before the people. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. This was it. This is it. This is the people... And they've now gotten into the house. They're a little upset. Right. They're
2: redressing their
1: government, right? A government set up on revolution. Yep. You know, is terrified of a new one.
0: Well, yeah. Because,
1: uh, you know, we learned it by
0: watching you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can think of another way power was exerted to quash dissent, and that would be uh, the March 16th uh, raid of the Free Talk Live studios. Now, I realize they. They say it's about Bitcoin. Yeah, it's but I think not. I think about that's power. hogwash. I think that they know that we are uh, perhaps the dissenting radio voice. Uh, I don't know that there's any other radio program that does what we do here at Free Talk Live. So that, to me, you know, was an exertion of power to quash dissent. You know, Ian Freeman being, you know the spokesperson if you will for free talk live certainly the spokesperson for dissent yeah indeed uh number three number three number three on the top three signs of totalitarianism the legal system is co-opted by the state well hmm. Hmm.
1: the legal system and the state are synonymous right Right. the
0: state is the
1: legal we are to believe the judicial system and by the way americans like the judicial system more than they like the executive or the legislative Uh, you know it It still holds a little luster. Uh, But the judicial system is clearly run by the government. What else would you call the state? It's the third branch. um, I, I, again, watching this this court proceeding carry out over the last two weeks, Mm -hmm. I'm reminded that there's no such thing as a fair trial. When Ian loses his case, he goes to prison for X number of years. Mm Mm-hmm. When the state loses its case, nothing happens to them. Right. Nothing bad happens to them. If you could, if you and I gamble, and you could lose a million dollars, and I can lose nothing, Mm -hmm. and I could only gain, you would gamble all the time. Yeah, I gamble all the time. House always wins. There's no, uh, you know, it's not a fair trial. Yeah. There's no penalty for them getting it wrong. If one side doesn't lose anything. Right. Agreed. Um, By the way, the judges are generally prosecutors. And I will say this as a twenty-year broadcaster: Some people have asked me here and there. Well, who tells you what to say? I will tell you: No one has ever attempted to hand me talking points.
0: Yeah, on this show, like there is. I speak for myself uh, from you know my own experiences. No one is behind me. Uh, This is all one hundred percent me and
1: And the callers and and the callers. Yeah. Yeah. And you can call in. Uh, the the numbers, you know, right there, 603-283-6160. You can call in and say what you want. We're not going to stop you. You right. know, yeah, we may, you know, you're only gonna be on for so long because that's how call-in radio works. But nonetheless, um I, I've never been handed handed these talking points, but someone is handing. Someone talking points. Yeah. I uh, who's the 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 libertarian newscaster guy? Ben. Um, mm. Oh, his name is escaping me right now. Anyway, the, this guy has sort of became famous during Ron Paul. Okay, he began researching and doing these sorts of things, and then he spun off and did his own thing. Um, at, at some point, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember but, his name. Really. Um, his name. I don't know why. I don't remember. Use the magic rectangle. <laughs> nope. Well, go right ahead. Okay, um, see if I can do some show prep in the background. Here. Right, his name is uh, Libertarian <laughs> newscaster uh, Ben. ben. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go. He is, uh, you know, this guy was he was too low on the totem pole to really be ever. He was a, a beat reporter. He'd Shapiro? go out and no, oh. um, and maybe I've got his first name wrong. <laughs> ben Ferguson? Nope. nope, I must have it wrong. Anyway, he he was a beat reporter, so he never got handed these talking points. I have just never found anybody in the industry. That got the talking points. The number one.
0: Number one. Number one. Yeah, number Sign one. of totalitarianism. We've gone through all the other 13. Number one.
2: Nice. It's a long one. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I was
0: waiting for the, the crescendo of the crash symbol. Yes. Number one. Descent is equated to violence. Yeah, oh yeah. Give an example.
1: But everything's violence now. Everything you say that disagrees with whatever the the narrative is now,
3: it's violence. You're a domestic terrorist.
1: If you disagree with the school board, does they'll, that, they'll bust you. Does that infer that there's feral terrorists? Domestic? Um, I suppose you could have, yeah, feral. Oh, domesticated, um, maybe? Oh, foreign domesticated terrorists. Feral
0: okay, yeah. all right. Uh, Any other examples? Dissent is equated to violence. Like, I mean.
2: Well, if if you don't take your shot, your grandma's going to die. You're going to kill my family if you don't get your vaccine. Like, I haven't had anybody
0: equate me appearing on Free Talk Live and dissenting about the state to, you're a violent man.
1: No, they haven't done that. But um, Yet. <laughs> if you listen to the muggles out there when they talk, mm-hmm. they'll essentially say that anything that disagrees with whatever my narrative is, mm-hmm. is violence. And they act as though it was until they actually run up upon violence, in which case they don't know what to do with it. Like, there's so little violence in the average American's lives that disagreeing with them is violence, right? <laughs> they need an excuse to say that you're yeah, So right. then, no, you know, I, like, pop right in the face. Suddenly, whatever I was saying before that doesn't look like violence.
0: <laughs> so you're talking about, uh, like, there's terms that have come up in my life that were invented recently. One of them that I've
1: never really understood is microaggressions. Mm, yeah, microaggressions. Triggered. You're triggered. What's a microaggression? A microaggression is a little thing that I disagree with.
0: That's it? Yeah. That's all it is? Sarcasm? It's just... A That's it. Difference of opinion.
1: Yep. Ooh. And so how is that an aggression? Well, they don't use the verbiage the way we do. Oh, okay. But- Everything that I disagree with is violence. <laughs> everything I disagree with is out of the mouth of a Nazi. Y- you like you chocolate are literally ice Hitler. cream and I like
0: <laughs> raspberry ice cream and we disagree, therefore raspberry wrong. ice cream is violence? You're they haven't come to that You're point, but they're getting there. This is from designboom.com With sci-fi undertones, Hashem Elgali envisions the world's first artificial womb facility. Uh, they've got some photos here, and if you've ever seen The Matrix, when uh, Neo wakes up in his little pod, that is a t-
1: giant womb facility. Th- this yeah. is kind
0: of you know what their vision here is. In his latest conceptual video, biotechnologist and film producer Hashim El Ghali takes us on an unsettling yet fascinating tour inside Ecto Life, the world's first artificial womb facility. The AI-powered fictional complex offers future parents a presumably safer alternative to natural childbirth, eliminating the often fatal complications.
1: Associated with it, often fatal complications associated with natural childbirth. Right? Yeah, that seems like an exaggeration. Uh, According
0: to the World Health Organization, around three hundred thousand women die from pregnancy
1: complications. I don't know if that's annually. I'm sure that, uh, as as I understand it, now now we're bringing in third world countries here. Uh, The United States is, uh, you know, infant mortality rate is quite low. Uh, Ectolife Artificial Womb is designed to alleviate human suffering and
0: reduce the chances of C-sections, writes Algali. Instead of a mother pushing painfully with her body, couples are asked to push a button that, quote, births, unquote, their incubated child. The project is also designed for women who have had their uterus removed following health issues such as cancer. Uh, since we're mm. short on time, uh, they also envision uh, adding a CRISPR, into the equation here okay so crispr a, is
1: the gene modification
0: correct so uh you're a man and a woman you mm-hmm. want to have a kid uh you don't have to do it the oh natural way uh, you can just uh, take a sperm and an egg from each of the two uh, put them into this incubator Contraption. Uh, and it <laughs> will grow a baby for you in a simulated womb environment uh, they, of course, allow the parents to, you know, like talk and, you know, be around and play music and, you know, all that kind of stuff into things, yeah. into this artificial womb pod. But then they also offer CRISPR services, which is like, oh, do you have a history of mental illness? Well, let's check you know, that gene yeah. out of there or or let's edit that gene or, you know, a history of some other
3: illness or some deformity. What some hair color physical. do you want? Yeah. yeah. These kind of things. It's, it's just all, all a march kind of towards stuff. transhumanism. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune in to our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. com. Freetalk Live's Amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live.